Hello, and welcome to How They Get You. This is the Malifaux Podcast. Uh, if you hear a special amount of ambiance in the background, that is because we are just out of Faux Giving, which is a tournament in Sacramento that uh, uh, Chrissy Dubois just ran, and it's being held at beautiful and scenic Susie Burger. So you are probably hearing Susie Burger dining sounds in the background, depending on how good my noise cancellation is. Um, the noise I do not want to cancel is the sound of my wonderful guest, Michael Hengel. Yep, Michael Hengel. I'm sorry, yeah. Hengel. Hengel. Um, who uh, just uh, like about 10 minutes ago, maybe 15 at this yeah. point, uh, pounded me. Uh, just uh, definitely a uh, well-won victory uh, in the last game of the tournament. Uh, we had both had one loss before then yep. and one win. Uh, we're on the table. Uh, I have played against Michael before, and he's actually beaten me before, but we didn't have uh, access to get uh, to record. So I, uh, I asked him if we could do it immediately so we don't miss it this time. Um, Great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming. So first thing I wanted to ask, uh, what were the game parameters and what was the end score? And this is the one actually that I don't know why I asked people because I'll just say the answer. <laughs> um, uh, it was uh, stake a claim, corner deployment, and the schemes were convict labor, hunting party, leave your mark, inspection, and occupy their turf. And the score was seven to five. Yeah, that sounds and right. And we got to turn four. Would have gotten interesting, I think, if we'd done another turn. Turn five, I probably could have scored another point or well, two. Well, without a doubt on on one of those. But I think you would have scored another yeah. point or two. So, um, I suspect you you would have still won, but definitely would have it kept being interesting. Yes, exactly. I mean, what I would have done then is delayed on the uh, occupy their turf to get a last. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, so this was. Um, so yeah, the score is seven to five. You got, let's see, you got all three points for stake claim. Yep. You got um, two for convict labor, two for convict labor, and two for hunting party. Yes. Um, and you got three points for uh, convict. Three points for convict labor and, and two, two for, for occupy. Occupy the turf. Yeah. Um, so what crew did you pick, and how did they work together? Sure. So I was playing Arcanist, and I, I took a Marcus crew. Uh -huh. uh, and so this crew I had played once before at Nova game six on the stake and claim corner deployment and uh -huh. the, the crew itself had a lot of leaps the crew was basically like a trampoline full of beasts exactly so I had two Silurids I had a Blessed I had a Miranda who would turn into a uh, Cerberus like she always does a yes. Cerberus and four cards exactly exactly and uh, and um, Kind of backstopping the backfield with the jackalope just for an act, cheap activation, and 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 try to take on any minions that broke through, and then of course Marcus can move eight and and uh, Cassandra with practice production and uh, imbued protections to give her uh, defense seven, and with the nimble and her kind of push at the beginning of the game makes her very quickly to get out to score in territory. Yeah, it seemed like the main, you didn't have a lot of like this model buffs this model other yeah. than putting Alpha on a beast when you needed to yes. do multiple things. Yes. Mostly what you had is all of your models could individually get stake acclaim yes. by either leaping or uh, nimbling or walking eight and then getting it. Which was important because you out-activated me massively. Right. 
Um, and then, uh, with the exception of the jackalope, who just hung around in the backfield because you were expecting my guys to show up yeah. to mess with that. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's an eye hunting party, so you only can go after one. You know, if I right. play in another elite one, you only can go after one celebrant or the other. Right. And you'd have to chase all the way to the corner for the jackalope. Right, right, right. right. Um, excellent. Uh, let's see. And any other, I mean, the, the Marcus was pretty standard as far as his kit. Um, uh, yeah, you took the, the kit that, yeah, that, that, uh, was a trail, uh, feral and hungering, I think it is. Right. And it, I think the reason to take the other one is if you're just starting with a game yeah. or if maybe you're playing against your boss, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, trail is, is, uh, the way to go. Uh, yeah. Uh, what schemes did you pick and why? So I, I took Convict uh, because I felt I can get into I could get to both corners with uh-huh. some crew, and, and it would be tough for you to go contest both quarters, right? Uh, especially with all those minions where I could uh, outfight you for the most part, right? And you you did. I mean, I think I one turn denied you conflict just by blocking one of your scheme markers, yes. getting up yeah. in it. But then you just killed all the things that were in your way. Exactly. Once, once I started working your, your your activation control down, it uh, became, and, and also spraying more markers. Because right. corner uh, with the flank was a flank deployment. That's a, just a wide amount of geography. You can, yeah, you can drop a lot. It was corner, and not flank. I'm sorry. It was corner. Yeah. Your, it was um, corner. And it seemed like kind of the thing that you were doing was, with the exception of the Solurids, all of your models, all of your models would run, stake a claim, unless there was something around that they needed to kill. Yes. So they kind of went from elite stake a claim scheme run, er, strategy runners to elite beatdown. I could always I could always threaten that. Yeah. And I think there was, was turn two where you had a bunch of stakes around, and I just used Marcus's 8-inch move to take one away. Now you were able to drop one and grab it back, but that kept either of us from scoring, I believe, at right. that point. Oh, um, yeah. So, so actually, it would have been, uh, actually, I won by one point rather than two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, we, we actually reported that wrong. So, it is six to five, not seven to five. Yes, that's correct. Um, okay. Then I'm going to feel a little less bad about forgetting to mark wounds on my gremlins. That's okay. <laughs> um, how did terrain affect the game? Uh, I didn't think, there were, there were no lanes, so shooting was not a big deal. There, yeah. there wasn't a lot of it. Um, uh, Dense or severe terrain, which would have helped me. Um, so I didn't think it it helped it, a lot. And with me being able to leap over all the buildings, it, it was a town. Seemed like yeah, it was a town, and it seemed like kind of the main thing was models that didn't have leap or flight needed to kind of navigate Run, around them, yeah, yeah. and that was about it. There wasn't a lot of um, uh, like I was playing a shooting crew, but I didn't actually end up shooting at you very much because there was so much. There's no lightning. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one thing, usually when I've seen you play, I've seen you with this uh, this combo of Cassandra, practice production, and Raptor. You move the Raptor to the other side, and you uh, drop drop it yeah. for leave your mark every turn. So and you didn't do that this time. That is, that is a favorite combination, whether it's Angelica or Cassandra. Either one of them will take it. That's one of my favorites. Uh, there's just not a, any room there. It was corner. You, I figured yeah. with uh, Gremlins, you would have a lot of, of markers. Right. As I said, I'd played this crew once before, and it right. worked really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it turns out you brought Aeonis, so it probably, uh, right. uh, though I've learned the hard way not to take 
take to the skies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, honest, uh, I, I was kind of looking forward to you taking to the skies, yeah, and I was getting to eat your... But of course, you're not going to fall for I, that kind of well, thing. Well, I, I, um, I play I, against a tar player too. So oh yeah, I, I know better. For the record, um, uh, I was playing summer, uh, pretty standard summer lists uh, with Ionis uh, and a, a lightning bug. Yeah. Um, what was your plan to win? Was to uh, push through each corner, control uh, each corner, and then just start working my way up, and then. then See if you were going for convict. See if I could deny, or if you're going to try for occupy, which I, I thought with your crew was yeah. definitely legitimate. And if you saw, I, I got to the corners and circled into the middle and right. tried to jam it up. Um, yeah, uh, that was. And then I knew I had to kill models, which is why yeah, I set the lust in right away. Right, um, and that also got you your hunting party. Got got the hunting party. Um, and it was starting to work on the activations, and as you were beating them up, I could eat your fill and heal it back up. And so it ended up being a little bit tougher model than, than you would Yeah, suspect. yeah. The eat your fill, like I damaged it, and it got better twice. Yes. So that was, I did end up killing it, but it probably wasn't worth yeah. it to me. I got, I let myself get gummed up trying to kill it. And the one, the one change I would make, I don't know if that's one of your questions, but I would probably, uh, so I had six soul stones as my uh, cache. I would probably go down to five and give it a Oh, yeah, that would have been good. Um, so what problems did you have, and how did you overcome them? Uh, activation control was scary. Yeah. Because uh, summer's because I, uh, even without getting much of my summoning off, I still, like, started with 11 and grew yeah. a few from there. Actually, your second turn summoning was... Uh, <laughs> Miserable. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Minimal, minimal value, to say the least, but... Um, you didn't, Summer can be scary with shooting into combat and, uh -huh. and shooting his own and, and yeah. blasting. And with all the lanes kind of really clogged, you didn't have that shot. So I, right. I felt the ability to so control Actually, that. that is, I think, clogging shooting lanes was the main way the terrain affected things. Yeah, and, to and me there. being able to kind of leap to the other side of yeah. buildings, never, you'd have to waste so many AP to get a sh good shot at me yeah. um, that it was almost never, it was never worth it for you. It was right. better to go for your schemes and strap. So, um, but yeah, it's it was just getting your activation control. That was that was the number one. And how did you overcome it? Uh, I guess killing my dudes. Yes, the, yeah. the blessed went in. I, eventually, I think I had the Cerberus, Marcus, and the blessed just killing minions. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, I think that did that did a lot for you because yeah. at that point, even though it was a very scheme running thing, and we both had like models that could generate yeah. a lot of AP and move and do stuff. But it was still a matter of, like, I had really fragile ones. And I had my Sillers already out on the points just running yeah, up, yeah. where you can never do anything about them. Right. All right, so what opportunities came up for you, uh, and what what did you end up taking? Of, uh, what opportunities did you take, and why? Can, can I back up to that last question? The one, one thing that was interesting I hadn't faced was Aeonis uh -huh. giving fast. So you had fast, reckless... Fighting. So now they got four AP yeah. minions, and that was one where it was just scary. Where I, I almost felt like I had to take the battle to you to keep you on your side of the table versus yeah. coming over to mine. Yeah, and it really felt like you successfully yeah. like put me on the defensive with that. Um, so what what was what was the question that you just asked? I'm sorry. Uh, so what opportunities came up? It, it, it was that I think yeah. that because you were coming at me in this like clog. Which uh -huh. I know summer's a bit of a bubble, but you're so compact going down one yeah. of those roads that I could just throw that blessed into the middle of you and say, "Try to right. get by, deal with this, deal yeah. with it," and allowed me to to get to a more comfortable position. Yeah. 
I thought that was the one opportunity. Absolutely. What was the best moment in the game for you? Um, it would, you know, I think the MVP was the blessed. The MVP oh, yeah. was definitely the blessed. Um, and the blessed just like jumping in, just killing, killing a model, out, killing a model, getting a hunting party, yeah. and kind of going down like with a taking with, a lot of resources like, to do going it. down like a, a rabid wolverine. Exactly. Like so. eventually he died, but it, everything else nearby got carved up in the meanwhile. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was definitely kind of. I, I did get a lucky red joker on Cassandra with that one uh, skier. And that was probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. killing the skier. Yeah. That was. Um, so, what advice do you have for others playing Marcus? Um, so, Marcus is one of my favorite masters. Her, uh-huh. it's him and Colette are my two favorite, without a doubt. Uh-huh. And uh, with with Marcus, look for the opportunity to alpha, but when you don't play the play the support obey game with. Uh, I'm sorry, not alpha. Look for the alpha strike to send him in and do three attacks or oh, four yeah. attacks. And, you know, because I killed a lightning bug and a minion, and that really yeah, put that, it dead. And you gave it, so giving yourself eight walk. Oh, no, you gave I didn't yourself, even do that. I you gave yourself plus two damage and a, a melee, melee expert. expert. And so I, you charged, killed one, swung at the other. Killed that one. Killed that one. Uh, and that just, that got rid of two of my models in yeah. a single activation. Um, and so yeah. it's looking for that. So hanging back with Marcus and looking for that opportunity. So when do, how do you decide when to alpha your models, when to alpha your opponent's models, and when not to bother with alpha? Um, that's that's a great question, actually. Uh, when, when you have high-impact models like a Cerberus or, or a uh, or Blessing in this particular game, you know, alphaing them is, is you know, is, works out well. Uh, earlier in the day, I also alphaed a Dawn that worked perfectly. Right. Cool. Um, it's can I do more damage than than alphaing, you know, with with Marcus and not expose him? That's always yeah. the question. Oh, and that was incidentally, I gotta say, um, that was something. So Summer can get uh, rid of your cards and empty yeah. out your hands, and for the first two or three turns, I couldn't get a line of sight on him because yeah. he was behind a building, just making all of your other stuff go better. Yep. Um, like alphaing a model so it could move up and. Moving and dropping scheme markers and kind of like you played it very cagey with Marcus, and that was that meant that I had to kind of do stuff that wasn't as efficient with Summer. Um, so that was definitely uh, nicely done. Um, uh, I appreciate it. What advice do you have for others playing against Summer? Oh, that's a good one. So I, I have a, a buddy of mine on the East Coast who's a really good summer player. I would actually go. He does a little tutorial. I don't know. It's Alex Schmidt. If you go on his YouTube, it's been oh, yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, go look at his tutorials. He does a really good tutorial on it. He and I talk about it a lot. We talk about the lightning bug as huh. a healer and things like that. Um, I think it's you know I saw um, saw another buddy Travis who played him online and. Uh, you know, he outfit uh, uh, Lady J into him and really put him on back foot. And I feel uh-huh. like if you can get Summer on a back foot, you got an advantage. Sure. Uh, if you let him do what he does, right, I, you'll I get you'll he, get swarmed. Yeah. So kind of put uh, put Summer on defensive to avoid getting swarmed. Yeah, exactly. And I think awesome. I, that's what I did this one. And terrain helped me. And yeah. My crew selection where terrain didn't hinder me helped yeah. that. And I think there was something really uh, strong about your crew. Just that you had every, everything that you had was both a score, a scorer and a beat stick. Yep. And it kind of felt like whatever it needed to be in a moment. Like 
wherever I decided to put my models to stop your scorers, suddenly there were beatsticks there instead. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, thank you very, very much. Uh, and I guess that's about it. Yeah, Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye.